by 2025, it is expected that IoT devices will generate roughly 73 uh, zettabytes of data. Around that time, 30% of all data will be real-time, with IoT accounting for nearly 95% of it. 20% of all data will be critical, and 10% of all data will be hypercritical. At least that's what the analysts are saying. The real-time nature of IoT data presents an opportunity a lot of challenges and threats to organizations. Analytics will have to happen, though, in real time as well for companies to benefit from the different types of data that IoT provides. In this podcast for Future IT, we are joined by Mr. Niraj Naidu, Asia-Pacific and Japan Head of Field Engineering at Datastax, to talk about the challenges and opportunities and possibly solutions that IoT analytics presents to organizations. Niraj, welcome to podcast for Future IoT. Hey, Alan. Great to be here, mate. Thank you so much for having me. What is IoT analytics and how prevalent is the use of IoT analytics in Asia today? Yeah, I think that's a that's a great question, right, Alan? You know, I, I think, you know, IoT or the Internet of Things, right, you know, refers to, you know, the billions of internet connected devices around the world that use different types of sensors to collect, you know, real-time data remotely, right? And, you know, the IoT use cases span many different industries in a wide range of applications. You know, depending on the data that is collected from these devices can be used to perform analytics. These devices need a supporting but modern technology stack, right, that can ingest and handle a continuous flow of real-time and often time series data. You know, some of the IoT devices may have multiple sensors collecting different types of data, right? All that data flows in and is integrated into a platform where analytics are applied. Patterns emerge from the analytics and insights are, are, are really uncovered. These insights are then, you know, effectively converted into useful information that is delivered to end users via the IoT application user interfaces. We see the type of valuable information will vary by each application's purpose, um, but it could be a recommendation. It could be an alert, a status update, or any other variety of you know use cases being tackled by by specific IoT initiatives that you know these these organizations have. So, so we know that IoT produces a lot of data. What are the challenges that organizations currently struggle when it comes to better utilizing or even monetizing the data that is produced by these IoT devices? Another fantastic question, Alan. I think you mentioned the, the the growth of IoT over the last couple of years, right? You know, and the number of IoT connected devices is expected to reach almost 31 billion by 2025. By 2024, right, the global IoT market is predicted to surpass a trillion dollars annually, right? That's massive. And due to this growth, companies are, are now speedily accumulating hundreds of terabytes or even thousands of petabytes of data, right, depending on the industries that they're based in. You know, these companies are therefore, you know, having to deal with many different challenges when it comes to managing data produced by these IoT devices or, and, and even gadgets. There are six main things that we tend to see, right? One being scalability, right? So companies need a modern architecture that is able to quickly and seamlessly scale alongside the number of users, devices, or, or even the associated data volumes if they suddenly skyrocket. Two, there's the security aspects of it, right? Data flowing in from IoT devices could be located anywhere globally. And there is a high probability that some, if not all of it, is sensitive information. A company trying to completely handle security of this data internally places themselves at risk of a breach occurring. You know, the third is, you know, we look at control, right? Data should be a company's most valuable asset. And IoT collection and analysis can yield 
some amazing insights that lead to them creating a competitive advantage for them in their own markets. Organizations should therefore have complete control over that data and their data and be able to migrate it whenever and wherever they want, right? And really making it a first-class citizen. We then have the, the aspects around performance. The value that can be gained from IoT data depends on its timelessness and the effectiveness of IoT devices, you know, really largely relies on the res responsiveness of the system. You know, that platform that can truly handle millions of devices and elastically scale with unexpected spikes can do all of this without slowing things down. I think the other attachment to that performance side that a lot of organizations are having to kind of deal with is that flexibility. Companies need that flexibility to speedily make adjustments when necessary, right? To handle that variety of data and devices, the database should have the ability to deal with many different types of data models and cloud environments that these IoT devices are generating. And then lastly, I think it's about availability. The success of an IoT system requires that continuous flow and exchange of data. You know, and as such, going offline, it could be disastrous, right? And additionally, when it comes to smart devices, customers expect access and information to be just to be available right at the click of a finger and the systems must therefore always be online with no single points of failure. Could you think of one high value or promising use case involving IoT analytics today? Yeah, I mean, at Datastacks, um, you know, we have a number of large and, and growing customers that have promising use cases for IoT analytics. First one is a cloud-based platform provider that helps ship owners and charterers manage and share data from their ships to collaborate and to improve performance. They use, you know, Astra to gather and analyze their IoT data from shipping vessels to enable better decisions for ship operators. See, AstraDB is designed to, you know, simplify cloud application development and to reduce the time to install, deploy, and, and even scale with from weeks to minutes. It also helps eliminate operational overhead, which is one of the most important considerations for businesses today. This organization Im implemented their data connections hub on, on Astra Serverless, right, to collect data from hundreds of ships before scaling up to thousands of vessels. You know, and with AstraDB, this organization has a cloud-based, robust, secure, scalable, and a really cost-efficient platform in place now to support that company's growth and aspirations that they're really focusing on. And it can also provide, you know, third-party data to global shipping industries for years to come. There's another great example um, with a company or an organization called Circle, right? It's a, it's a company that provides content filtering and screen time management solutions for, for families and has been further utilizing and really using AstraDB as a, as a well for proof of concepts with new use cases. The company uses AstraDB to speedily create new databases that can handle the IoT data that those devices are generating um, specifically about usage cases that is being also designed and generated. With AstraDB, once again, Circle has that ability to support and create scalable databases for a variety of projects, and especially the IoT ones that they're working on that delivers on high performance and availability for their end users. What would the data infrastructure for IoT look like? 
the data infrastructure for an IoT system today would look like something that's open, it's built on a modern data management layer that once again can ingest large volumes of high velocity data that these IoT devices and gadgets are creating. And I see that there are three parts to the system. There is device connectivity, there's IoT hub, and then the other element to this is the business layer. If we look at the device connectivity component, that is about metadata information for each device that's deployed needs to be managed. And each of those management layers are are looking at specifically things like device registry, device configuration, um, looking at device states, the device commands and interactions, and device shadows. This part of the IoT system also contains field gateways, specialized devices, or software that acts as a communication enabler, you know, and even a local device control system and a device data processing hub. And then that's when we look at the IoT hub element. Um, And this is where all the data comes together to allow operations, the administration and the insights to take place, right? It has two or more types of storage, you know, looking at a hot layer for ingesting and a holding layer for recent data and another cold layer for older data. That hub can be on-premise or it can be close to the edge or it can be in the cloud. And depending on the scale of the data or latency requirements that organization may have. There are then two types of analytics that that I see that can be conducted via that hub, right? There's the real-time analytics, right? As as data arrives into a central hub, it, it is streamed with event streaming technologies, which allows complex event processing tasks and analytical tasks to take place. And then there's the batch analytics element, right? And this is ideal for cases where large amounts of data must be analyzed, right? With batch queries or even ad hoc queries as those systems or users require. And then if we look at the last layer or the last component of that system or that that infrastructure architecture, it's that business layer, right? And this layer collects all the data from those devices, gateways, and and other sources to provide analysis for spot anomalies, right? And explore trends and measure operational efficiencies, just an example. Um, And then you'll have other tools such as artificial intelligence and machine learning um, that forms the basis for predictive maintenance and operation for some of these use cases, thus helping to build the next generation of application and services and market differentiators for these organizations where they're really trying to hit. So so do you see IoT streaming data as further complicating or perhaps even facilitating IoT analytics adoption in our region? Yeah, I think in APAC, it will only facilitate, right? As, you know, as we will see a continuance to, to an increasing number of connected devices, right? I mean, if we just look at our everyday lives, Apple watches and, and Samsung phones and tablets and laptops and, you know, sensors for home automation, you know, and in, in addition to that, right, as I think as IoT further evolves and progresses, you know, millions of new devices are are coming online every hour, right? Like I just mentioned, like the home automation environment is flooded with IoT devices. And this increase in those devices results in a load of data that is capable of of really upending an, an unprepared organization in any industry. I really believe that in order to stay above the wave of data, companies must have the proper tools in place or technologies like DataStack says. 
IoT devices require cloud-based compute and storage capabilities, right? The rise of edge computing and AI has made companies realize that it's it's really impossible to unlock the full potential of leading edge technologies without the right underlying infrastructure or data platforms that support some of these IoT use cases that they have um, or that they want to explore. Um, but I believe that the proper tools will also allow an organization to rely on both IoT streaming data and batch analytics to optimize their IoT investments. So in the area of IoT analytics, what does data stack provide? Yeah, Alan, that's a that's a that's a great question. I see data stacks being a well-placed and a, and, a, and a good fit in that IoT analytics adoption strategy, right, that, that customers and, and organizations may have. Our cloud-based AstraDB, along with, with Astra Streaming, connects data from, from many IoT sources, um, allowing us to, to easily create real-time data pipelines between the edge-based IoT devices and applications and back-end analytics or data warehouses. The AstraDB is a is a pay-as-you-go database as a service, which allows our customers to start with a small database and grow that database as their IoT applications on board, more devices and even more data. Um, AstraDB combined with Astra Streaming, our streaming as a service offering, provides a real-time ingestion, storage, and processing for IoT data. AstraDB right, also enables them to, to easily manage that exponential growth of IoT data and harness the data to increase productivity and more operational efficiency. Niraj, thank you for joining us on Podcast for Future IoT. Hey, thanks. It was an amazing discussion, Alan, and I, I really appreciate it. And I really look forward to the next time we can catch up. That was Niraj Naidu. Asia-Pacific and Japan Head of Field Engineering at Datastax on the topic of working with IoT data analytics. You are listening in to podcasts for future IoT. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future IoT. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future IoT. Bye for now. Thank you.